Hello. Can you believe it's already March? Like, the year is just flying by. <laughs> I feel like this year has gone by so quickly. In my mind, it's still, like, the middle of January. But no, it's it's already March. That's kind of scary, but also kind of fun because that means spring is coming soon. Much as I love the winter, I'm ready for some warmer weather, that's for sure. <laughs> Enough about the weather. Um, We have a very fun episode today. I got some thoughts to share because it's something, it's a very common mistake that I see people making and I wanted to address it because it's a very easy thing to fix. There are so many people that write their bios and they say things like, oh, I am this, I'm that, I'm the other, this is about me, this is, you know, here are my dogs, here's my family, here's my life, here's my bio. And and that's not really what a bio is going to be about. That's not what it should be about. So we're going to dig into what your bio should be about instead, because you really shouldn't be talking about yourself in your bio. And I'm very excited to share what you should be doing instead. So this is something that I worked on recently with a couple of my students in my firm foundation coaching program. We were writing some bios and descriptions and all sorts. And so I've been helping them with that recently. And we just had a big coaching call on that um, just a few days ago. Um, and so that's kind of what has inspired this whole recording because it's it's something that is so important to do, so important to talk about. And I really want to share these things with you that I just spent some time talking with them about. And if you um, would like to work with me, by the way, there are a couple of spots opening up in the coaching program in the next like week or two. Um, I only take um, a few clients on at a time because I want to make sure that I have the time and attention to give to each of you since this is a one-on-one -on -one program. But there are some openings, um, and which is very fun. and very excited about that. So I really would love to work with a few more of you on um, creating a firm foundation in your business. So if that's something that sounds interesting to you and you'd like to learn more about it, um, please reach out to me. Send me a message at hello at sarahbeisel.com and let's have a, a quick chat to see if um, the program is a good fit for you. And if it is, then great. We should totally work together. And if not, then that's all right. But let's have that conversation. If you want some one-on-one -on -one coaching support for your business, reach out to me. I Like I say, I only have a couple spots coming up. Um, I don't want to take on too many people at once. So if you would like one of those spots, get in touch and claim it and let's do this. Okay, now on to the episode. Welcome to Faith Filled Business, the podcast for Christian entrepreneurs who want to create a firm foundation as they grow their biblical businesses. Are you posting on social media, but just hearing crickets? or holding yourself back from posting how you really feel because you're afraid people will tune you out. Maybe you've been at this business thing for a while, but feel like the dots just aren't connecting and you're not making any money. You know God called you to run a business, so here's the good news. If he called you, he's gifted you with a special something to help you stand out. All we've got to do is let it shine. You can have fun selling. You just need to tap into the gifts God gave you. So, cozy on up with a coffee as we chat about creating a profitable business that's rooted in biblical truths. Let's get started. All right, let's fix this mistake. I promise this is an easy, easy fix. Your bio is not about you. Let's just clear this up. 
Everyone thinks that your about me page, that your bio page should be about you. And so they go on there and they're like, oh, I'm Julie. You know, this is my life. This is my dog. I live on the farm. I live, you know, here are my kids. I just love to do this, that, and the other. And here are my hobbies. Oh, let's work together. No, <laughs> that doesn't work. What your bio should be about is what you can do for your clients. It's it's not about you at all. It's actually about your clients, which is, it's, I don't know why we even call it an about me page, I guess, because it's kind of about you in a way, but it's about what you can do for your clients. So your bio, your bio is about your experience or your background or your story, your um, like personal journey to overcome the thing that you help people with. It's all about the journey and the ex- and the experience and your authority as a business owner. So it's not about your dogs and it's not about your kids and it's not about the farm that you live on. Unless, of course, the farm that you live on is your business, in which case talk about your farm. But you should have the your client in mind when you write your bio. And this applies to all bios. This applies to the tiny little ones that you put on Facebook and Instagram. So, you know, sometimes you can get away with a little bit of fun. You know, I have, you know, on mine, I have, you know, I love coffee on there. But the first thing I have on there is I help, you know, I don't even remember what I have on there, but, you know, like I help Christian business owners make money with their content and their copy or something like that. Like I tell them how I help them. But then I also have, oh, I also love coffee. So, Don't get me wrong. You can have a little bit of flavor and a little bit of personality in there, but your client comes first, right? Your audience comes first. Their needs come first. So that's the focus that you need to have. That's the primary thing. So that applies to your Facebook, your Instagram bio, your Twitter bio, your TikTok, whatever it is. But it also applies to your About Me page on your website. It applies to the Facebook group description that you have. It applies to these longer descriptions as well. Your description for your Facebook group, by the way, is very important. Um, it's it's searchable. It helps people learn what the group is about and whether they should join it. So don't just put like one or two sentences in there saying this is a group for these types of people. It's like, okay, that's good information. That's a really good start. But what are they going to learn? What's the group about? What's the culture about? What What are they going to get by joining it? The question that you need to keep asking yourself when you're writing these bios is what's in it for the client? What can you do for them? How are, how are they going to benefit from you or from this space? Those are the things that you need to keep front of mind when you're writing your bio. Um, because if you go to a page, right, you're going to go to a website, let's say, and you're having a little, you know, a little snoop on a coach and you're trying to work out whether you want to work with this coach or not. And you're kind of making you're making your mind up. You're kind of on the fence. And so you take a little look at their website and you see on there, like, so let's say they are a health coach. And on their website, you know, they you see something like, you know, I'm Julie. I live in Michigan with my three dogs and I like to, you know, run and I like to, you know, go for coffee on the weekends. And I just like living a peaceful life if you want to, you know, work with me on your health, then click the button and book a call. And it's like, okay. Hi, Julie. I didn't really ask any of that information about you, but okay, here you are. Thanks for telling me. Um, it kind of comes across as a little bit unprofessional. Um, it comes across as you not really knowing how to communicate what you do. Um, 
it comes across as a little bit immature. That's just the way that it is. I'm sorry if that hurt your feelings, but it just is. If you have a bio like that, it comes across as a little bit immature. You can still have a little bit of that fun stuff in there, right? But put it in a paragraph at the bottom because it's not the most important thing on the page. You want to put the most important thing on the page first because people lose interest and stop reading. So now picture you go to a website and it's a coach. It's still a coach. It's still a fitness coach and you're scoping this other person out. And, you know, they have, you know, hey, I'm Julie again. We're just going to use Julie because I can't think of a more creative name. So Julie 2. <laughs> you go to Julie 2's website and she's like, you know, I used to be 80 pounds overweight and I had trouble getting up from the couch because my joints hurt. And one day I decided enough was enough and I started exercising every day and I committed myself to a food plan that felt good to me. And, you know, a year later I lost 80 pounds and I've never felt better. If you want to work with me to lose that weight, book a call. The page is still about Julie. Both pages are about their Julie, but page two, do you hear how, like, how much more inspiring that is? It's still about her. It's about her weight loss journey though, right? And so if you were looking for a coach for a weight loss journey, you're going to pick Julie too. <laughs> Julie too. Oh, what a name. You're going to pick Julie too though, right? Because she had a journey and you got to read that journey and you go, wow, that's really cool. That's inspiring. Like you did that for yourself. Maybe you can help me do this thing, right? Whereas Julie one is just over there talking about her dog and how she likes to run. It's like, okay, but like, can you actually help me though? Like, I don't really, I don't know about your dog. Your dog's not going to help me in my fitness journey. So do you see the difference there? It's all about the client. It's all about helping them understand whether they want to work with you or not. And that all comes down to keeping them at the front of your, of your mind. You have to keep them front of mind because everything that you write in your business is for them. Even if it's not for them, it's for them, right? That's the perspective that you have to have when it comes to creating your copy in particular. Content, you can kind of get away with just writing what feels good to you and it doesn't matter quite as much. The rules are slightly different, but when it comes to anything that is copy, so that is your website, your landing pages, your sales pages, when you're writing emails, when you're writing anything that would be considered copy or for a sales purpose, if it's not written with your client in mind, then it's not written correctly because all of it needs to connect with your client in a very specific way. So that's just a little thing, just a quick tip for you here. It's an, it's an easy fix, I promise. This is not the end of the world. If you have been doing this and this is what your bio is like, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. It is super, super easy to fix. All you got to do is switch, switch it around to how you can help your client. You still get to write about yourself, but you're writing specifically about something that helps your client understand that you can help them. So share your journey. Share the thing that you overcame. Share your um, experience with the particular service that you are providing. Share your experience with other clients, perhaps. But whatever it is, write about yourself, but in a way that helps your client understand how, what they're going to get from you what experience they're going to get, what um, like journey you've taken that they can relate to. All of those things is, is going to help them know you better 
and go, yeah, you're the coach for me or you're the service provider for me. I want to work with you. And the same thing goes for your like Facebook group description. Like you, a one or two sentences, like don't waste real estate. You've got a lot you can put into your description. So why would you just put one or two sentences instead of having a whole framework in there for how to write that description well, right? Like tell them what the group is about. What is the culture of the group? What are they going to benefit from by joining the group? Who do you want in the group? List out the qualities of or the types of the characteristics of the person that you want to join that group. Um, write out who the group is not for if that's if that's something that you feel is appropriate for your group. Um, what are you going to teach them in your group? What are they going to learn? What can they contribute? Like write all of these things out in your description so that when someone is deciding whether to join your group or not, um, they get a really nice strong sense of what the group is all about and who it's for so they know before they join if they are a good fit or not and that's going to reduce the number of people that you get joining because they they just for for fun or a random join like you want people in your group that are going to contribute positively to your group so it's really important that you identify all of that in advance so that per- that person can decide for themselves whether they should join it or not um, especially if you run like f- like business-oriented Facebook groups. A lot of people will try to join groups just so that they can promote things. So you want to make it clear in your description, this business is for, or this group is for this business or this type of person with this type of business. And here's what you can do. And here's what you're not going to be able to do. And this group is for you if you want to learn X, Y, Z. Um, and you're going to get support such as, you know, ABC. Um, click to join and use that description and tell people what they're going to get. Okay. I hope this has been helpful for you. Please don't feel bad if you've been making this mistake. I promise it's it's a really, really easily done mistake and it's really easy to fix. So go have a little look at your bio. Go look at your website that you've not looked at in like four years. Go look at your descriptions and your bios on your social media pages. If you've got a Facebook group, go have a little look at the description and just see if you've made this mistake. And if you have, just tweak it. It's really easy. You just need to change a couple things around. It'll take you not that long at all, I promise. And then you're going to have a description that is focused on your client. It's focused on your students and it's focused on what they are going to get out of working with you or connecting with you. And it's going to make a world of difference. All right. Have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for hanging out. If this conversation blessed you in any way, would you do me a huge favor and go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? It's the only real way I get to know that you're enjoying the show and I know what episodes you like, what content you're interested in. Um, It would be so meaningful to me to hear from you. Also, be sure to head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Sarah B community to join the faith-filled business community. It would be such an honor to hang out with you there too. Have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode.